Welcome back to Life at Hobridge School, the podcast where we speak to pupils, staff and parents to find out what it's really like. Every week we'll be talking to members of the school community to hear real stories of life in the school. Now in this episode, we're learning all about STEAM. That's science, technology, engineering, arts and maths. Member of staff Alison explains what STEAM is, how it goes about giving a structure to learning, and we also hear what makes the school so special to Alison herself. So come with me now as Tracy unpacks this world to us in this episode. Well, for this Hobridge School podcast, we're heading off to Art and Design and its head, Miss B, or may I call you Alison? You may call me Alison. <laughs> Hi, Alison. So just tell me, I've heard this word STEAM. I have no idea what it means. Do tell me. Well, we've been teaching STEAM now here at Hobridge for about two years and it's very exciting. It's all about sort of doing cross-curricular work. So we work very closely with science, technology, engineering, art, and mathematics. Ah, and I've that... heard of the STEM, I hadn't heard of STEAM. Absolutely. So it's the art bit, right. Yes, so it adds it all together and it gives you a huge range of different subjects, which makes it very exciting for the children and the teachers. So, so you have to do the whole lot or you just make sure it's integrated? I'm actually the lead coordinator for STEAM at Hobridge wow. and that has been really exciting but no matter where, which school I've taught in I've always been one for cross-curricular work because I feel it's really really important for the children to see that although we work from one topic there are so many different areas that we can go down. So I think it's a really exciting area for Hobridge at the moment. There's so much that we can all offer. We have so many skills. So give you, can you give me an, an example? I mean, I seem to remember way, way back when I was in junior school, and mm -hmm. it's a very long time now, we had these sort of projects, topics that we did. Is that very similar now? Has that come back? The topics are always important, no matter where, as I say, where I've worked. I was actually a senior school teacher, so I taught A-level, GCSE, I always worked in a topic so and I always try to link other subjects to it but yes that has come back in and it's I think it's the way forward with the education at the moment because mm. with the STEAM projects we actually take the children outside of the classroom so with year five this term we took them off to Chessington World of Adventures and our project title was how do roller coasters work and the only way those children could truly understand how they worked was to experience the ride. <laughs> so their task for the day was to go on as many different types of rides as possible. Along with the children, we took maths teacher, science teacher, art, technology, and we all worked together with the children we went on as many different rides we had to do it as well and it's so important for those children right. <laughs> because for some well for some of those children that was the first time they'd ever experienced a ride mm. and I think you know you can show them books you can show them something on YouTube but to actually get them on there and actually experience that feeling yeah was so important and that's the beauty of the STEAM. So we then came back to our classrooms and this whole term we're all working on projects linking 
with STEAM and we'll put on a little exhibition at the end with all of our different types of work. Those children yeah. will understand roller coasters extremely well. So that is the importance of STEAM in lessons. I, I love that idea because obviously when you go on in life, there are always connections. There are connections Absolutely. to everything. There's never a single... You don't do single maths, do you, no. in your life? and I think... You do all sorts of integrated Yeah, things. I totally agree with you. And the whole idea of STEAM, it's life skills. It's learning what's outside as well. You know, we're inside a classroom most of the day. To actually take those children outside of the classroom, to meet other people, other professionals... If you don't mind me saying, we, we have people like McLaren come in with our year mm. sevens. We, we actually work on something called Green Power F24. So our year seven and eights, we re- rebuild our kit car. So we were, we were fortunate enough a couple of years ago to have the headmaster agree for us to actually buy a kit car. And we rebuild it each year and we race it at Goodwood. And we're up against, we're one of the youngest groups that go there. We're up against colleges and senior schools. And we give the children the opportunity to learn about the engineering side of it, how the kit car is put together. And then they get the joy of actually driving it, which is an amazing experience. I mean, the joy of watching the parents' faces, seeing their child drive that kit car around Goodwood is amazing and it's something those children will never forget but they've gone through that whole process in the classroom as well of learning all the different skills and then we had McLaren STEAM group come in and actually talk to the children which you know they're having professional people come in and just show their side of the story and that's for me the beauty of STEAM. And I imagine it's interesting for young people these days because mm-hmm. powers of concentration are something that's talked yeah. about a lot with the sort of social media age. And this is trying to get them to apply things, perhaps Absolutely. in a more consistent, with a longevity, yeah. rather than the sort of instant gratification, isn't it? Most definitely. I think, you know, the beauty of this type of learning as well, as I say, going outside of the classroom, meeting professional people, It's not just sort of working from a board. We are taking them out of their comfort zone and pushing them to problem solving, to, you know, really pushing those questions. And it's exciting for the teachers as well. You know, I've taught for 32 years. I've always been head of art. I've been very fortunate in senior schools. And for the last 10 years, I've worked at Hobridge. And I've brought all of that experience and hopefully excitement into the classroom. Obviously, I'm working with younger children. My expectations are quite high, but the work the children are managing to produce is amazing, and I'm very proud of the department that we have. I have an amazing teacher who works alongside me, Mr. Reese, who is a fantastic teacher. DT teacher who will literally come up with some amazing ideas so we are really pushing the boundaries not only for the children but the excitement is for ourselves as well you know learning new skills as well because we push ourselves Hmm. we don't just stop at what we we know we try and take it to the next level so I think that's important I bet nobody says your lessons are boring I hope not (laughs) 
<laughs> Most definitely not. <laughs> so, so how did you go from art to art and design? What made you want to sort of expand out? You, you obviously have artistic qualities. Absolutely. Well, with my art background, I'm actually a ceramic designer by trade. So I studied at Central St. Martin's School up in London. I was very fortunate to go there. But my degree was in ceramics. And that has always been my passion, my love. So with that, I went into teaching when I left and straight away I pushed the boundaries and tried to do unendorsed courses, which mean that the children can work in any medium that they wanted to. So that's where the design background for me has always been. And I've always gone with that all the way through, no matter what I've been teaching. So I've taught textiles, photography, ceramics, uh, I do batik work, I will also work with metal, I've done sculptures in metal, so my background is very varied and very exciting. I think Miss B is a bit of a rebel, aren't you? Mm. <laughs> Are you an artistic just, rebel? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. No, I love my, my subject, I'm very passionate about what I do. I'm very fortunate in my family's background. My great uncle used to work at Watts Gallery. He was a sculptor there, back in the arts and crafts movement, um, oh, and worked with Mary Watts. So really? I've God. always had the passion for art. It's always been there. And one of my mother's cousins, he worked in a pottery as well. So that passion with art has always been in the family. So mm. and my brother's a graphic designer as well and a sign writer so it's there it's 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 all around me I can't it's escape in, it <laughs> in the blood absolutely definitely in the blood so in a sense pre- presumably this this the sort of art and design the steam mm-hmm. allows you to sort of corral that art into something more structured because mm-hmm. I, I must admit when I had an art teacher at school we didn't get an awful lot of learning done we got a lot of creativity but not a lot mm-hmm. of learning but but assuming this sort of steam thing gives some structure to it all as well doesn't it yeah I think with this steam it's very much about the problem solving at the beginning mm. so you set the task you get them to work as a group. I tend to get them to work in teams to begin with. And we have layout sheets where we'll put lots of lots of ideas down. And I want them to question it, you know, to, to uh, come to me, ask me questions as well. And we'll see how far we can actually push those boundaries. At the moment, year five are working on producing a massive fairground. But they're only allowed to use rolled up newspaper, masking tape and cardboard. That's all they're allowed to use. And they've got to work as a team. They have to produce maybe three or four different rides. And they've got to make the sculptures all on a piece of card. They've got to give the name of their theme park. And they've got to think about the marketing side. So we're literally opening all of those areas up for them. There's lots of problem solving going on there. But the creative work is the really exciting part. God, I can't wait to see that. That sounds it's just <laughs> so exciting. It's so different. So, so forward thinking, really, isn't it? I think it's very much out there at the moment. I think a lot of schools are beginning to go down this route to start looking at sort of using STEAM in their lessons. It might only be one project a year, 
But it's definitely the in thing and mm -hmm. it's something I think we need to be on top of. We've luckily been doing it for some time now. We've got a great, what I call our studio over there, but it's now going to be the STEAM hub. And it is an exciting place. I have another teacher who is not an art teacher who comes in on a Monday evening and she's taking a STEAM club in the evening and we've involved her in our things and it's so exciting. It's really, really exciting. The children are thoroughly enjoying what she does with them and it's really good to see other teachers coming out of their own comfort zones and joining up and getting involved. What STEAM is about and how I always work and I think the most important word is team. Team is so important within a school. And I think if you've got that happening, that's when it all starts to begin. Because having support and like-minded people working around you really inspires you. And I think even as an adult and somebody who's a much older teacher at the school, it's really important to bring young blood in as well and for them to use me as the experienced one and we work together and we create something very special i think that's important it's the balance so you don't have a hankering to go back to having nice easels a nice oh gosh no 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 that nice that is not me <laughs> that's all gone <laughs> no that is not me i like to see if i walked into an art room and i thought it was too tidy i would think nothing special is going on in there because mm. the creative room where you can see paper on the floor you can see scissors out you can see ideas flowing that is a good art room and if it was too tidy, I would say not much going on in there. <laughs> well, you've inspired me today. Do you know, I'm looking around my office <laughs> thinking, where can I find some tubes and some stuff? I'm go, I am actually going to go and make a carousel later on today. You've really inspired me. I love me. that. I love that. <laughs> I actually live in Somerset. And opposite where I, my father lives, I have the wonderful Valerie Singleton. Ah. And Valerie Singleton was a huge inspiration for me on Blue Peter when I was younger. Yes. And then she turned up as my dad's neighbour. <laughs> and an incredible woman, an iconic woman who inspired me as a child. Yeah. You know, so yes, I remember sort of making the, um, what was it, the Tracy Island and yes. all sorts of, but starting with those tubes. And that is what I want to see in my classroom. Yeah. I hope you never say to her when you bump into her, here's one I made earlier. Absolutely. <laughs> it's so tempting. <laughs> it's so tempting. But yes, those it. people are the ones who inspire. Yeah. And Absolutely. We Absolutely. Yeah. So let's just talk a little bit yeah. about the school. You've been there a while. What makes it really special for you? Well, as I've just said, I actually live in Somerset. So I normally travel here daily on the train. But obviously at the moment, with things going on, I'm actually living up here in the week and going home. Yeah. I wouldn't do that unless I really loved my job, believe me, because it's hard, it's tough. I love my job so much. I'm so passionate about what I do. I'm so passionate about my classroom and the children that I have in it. And it's worth getting up every day and making that journey. It's home and it is always been a sort of family place here. That I think has been really important for me. Mm. We are a lovely community here. The children are fantastic to work with. 
they're so excited most of the time you know there's there's that buzz there's a really lovely feel about it and I'm very happy here and I think mm. that is the most important key to everything because hopefully that feeling of happiness and joy hopefully makes a good lesson every time and I think that's yeah. important um, I could go somewhere else and it wouldn't be like that well, I'm sure they're very, very glad you're there. Yeah. Actually, that's a good point, isn't it? I don't think you can do art and art-type subjects without being happy. The two kind of go together now, I, think I come it, to think about I it. I think it goes very well together. And I think that excitement, the enthusiasm is such... You know, it's that key to absolutely everything. And it, there is a buzz in the classroom, and I think that's important. And myself and Mr Reese, we work very, very closely together. And he, by trade, is a model maker. Obviously, I'm a ceramicist, so the design side together, we come together very, very well. And hopefully, you know, the children really feel they get something out of the lessons. It's, yeah. it's a lovely atmosphere over there. Your worlds are definitely 3D, aren't they? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nothing flat over there, believe me. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, you know, I, I've been absolutely excited and inspired to talk to you today. It's been fantastic. As I say, I seriously am going to go off and, and build something <laughs> later on today. And I hope you enjoy your day too. Thank you very much. Thank you. So that was Alison from Hobridge talking about the importance of STEAM in schools. Alison, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the podcast. Really good to hear from you. Now, our next episode is coming out soon. But in the meantime, thank you for listening to this one. Don't forget to follow or subscribe so that you can stay in touch. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.